0: All of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me.
1: And he said, What is that? And I moved the branch and I looked, and it was this big, hairy something. It
0: was the weirdest feeling, and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me, and nobody believed me.
1: She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghost sits. The ghost sits are up there.
2: So that is my ghost story. Hi everybody and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast that's all about real life ghost stories told by the people who experience them. We're your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. I'm Rebecca Black. And um, so, uh, first of all, before we say anything, mm. we are running out of ghost stories. Yeah, no kidding. Like the well is dry. Yes, I
3: check the email like every five seconds and we don't have anything. Yeah, and what sucks is that the world
2: is filled with people who are like, oh, yes. i got a great story. Mm-hmm. And they'll tease us, they'll go on Twitter and be like, oh, my brother worked in a morgue and he had the best stories and I'm going to then nothing.
3: Yeah, nothing. I know. So, so email us at hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com because we
2: desperately need your stories. Otherwise, we're just going to come on and talk about how hungry we are. Right. We will nobody. talk about our intermittent fasting which nobody wants to hear about. Nobody does. Nobody. Except Ziggy is in here eating a giant cup of chili. In front of us. It's it's in front so of us. Oh good. It, it looks, I can't see it, I can't smell it, no. and I'm about to kill you for but it. But I can hear you eating with the spoon with and the, the little scrape uh, yeah, scrape. Oh, it's going to be, be Lord
4: some, of the Flies here. Here's some wet mouth
2: sounds. You don't understand how dangerous a hungry bitch is. That's clear to I me right now. Got two over here. Um, okay, coming up in just a little while later on in the podcast, we have one of those stories that neither one of us have been able to, to shake, deal with it yeah. very well. I mean, and, uh, I, yeah, I would never say to somebody, "I don't believe your story," but this is one that I don't want to believe it. Right? I don't want to live in a world where this is possible. I- <laughs> <laughs> that's how messed up y'all be after you hear this. Yeah so that's coming up a little bit later on. So last week we were talking about Haunted <laughs> Vacations Yes, and we found this website hauntedrooms.com. It's such a good website. It's so great. I like, know. The best rabbit hole to fall down yeah. especially okay like I have this girlfriend Julie who reached out to me recently and was asking about if you go to Mineral Wells and you go to the mm-hmm. Baker Hotel is that enough of a like an overnight trip? Should I get a hotel room? And I'm like I, I don't know but if you use a website like this you can put a whole package mm-hmm. together because I was looking at, uh, again, (laughs) hauntedrooms.com and I'm trying to get these people on the podcast. Oh, that would be so fun. They've got a Facebook page, they've got a contact, nothing. I have been all over stalking these people. So they ghosted you? Oh. oh. Uh, I'll see what I did there. Yeah, you're going to get spanked for that. (laughs) Um, But anyhow, hauntedrooms.com has this deal where they are going to spend the night at the Hill House, Mm -hmm. which is right down the street from the Baker Hotel in Mineral Wells. Have you ever seen the Hill House? No. This place, when you drive by Hill House, it's like one of those places it feels like there's monsters inside trying oh. to pull you in that's how creepy this place oh. is yeah and I've got pictures on the Facebook page Go look. it's just creepy Yeah. so they're gonna let you spend the night in that place I, I'm already like kind of sweating thinking about that oh I know <laughs> and it's great you can even go on TripAdvisor and look at pictures of people who spent the night there do you have
3: to spend the night can
2: you just stay for a few hours and then roll out when you get scared you can do whatever you want <laughs> Rebecca you can and thank you for saying that because that's like put me in the comfort in down yeah, the street yeah. and when you look at the TripAdvisor photos there's a couple of pictures no. of a bunch of people like sitting on the sofa and laying with their heads <laughs> on each other's shoulders and it's like this is the reality of ghost hunting uh-huh. it sounds like it's going to be so scary. No, you're sleeping on some gross sofa that smells like pee Yeah, waiting for something to come down the stairs It's at like you. six hours of total utter
3: boredom. But then that 15 minutes window where something actually happens, it's the coolest thing on earth. And exactly. you tell everybody to go
2: ghost hunt. <laughs> and it could be yours for $119. So this is coming up June 29th and June 28th. Okay. Which my birthday is June 30th. Oh. So at first I was like, oh, we should go and do this. Yeah, birthday and trip. Then I saw the TripAdvisor photos. Oh. I was like, oh, Hell no, we're not going to do. But Wait, what is the TripAdvisor like, review or the stars? I didn't
3: even look at the stars. <laughs> if mean, it's like one star, then you know we have to go then there. Then we have
2: to go. We have to go. But here's, okay, I went on the website for, ishauntedhillhouse.com. hauntedhillhouse.com. It has direct ties to the Baker Hotel. It was a brothel supplying working girls and bootleg for it for a while. Ooh. Several deaths have been reported in the house. It's inhabited by nine spirits. Again, this is according to Hill House's own website. Uh, the most unusual and dominant is that of a little boy uh, who inhabits it upstairs he was a disfigured child born to one of the working girls okay one of the owners reportedly fell in a well (gasps) out back and died yeah very ring sounding that is terrifying um let's see and the several people died from a flu outbreak including the former owner deborah renfo uh they say many people become nauseous they get headaches and ill upon entering the house some are visited by a malevolent spirit the next day so it's one of those where you get to take something home with you oh yay paranormal groups have have had balls moved by the little boy spirit. Several have had things thrown at them. Over seventy people, over seventy people have been scratched, and two have been bitten. Oh, now I and I know you're all about the ghost. scratches. I am, but a bite would be even better. No, it would. I, yeah, mean, I don't,
3: don't bite me. Better in the sense of like creepy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so if again, this is HauntedRooms.com, which if you if you're not up for the whole like overnight experience, the full experience, they have listings of haunted hotels literally mm-hmm. all over the world. Yeah. So if you're going somewhere and you're like, I'd like to stay someplace haunted just for fun. They'll they've got a list of the places that you can rent. So okay, that's cool because some people are they're real into this. They devote their lives to it. Well, yeah, and I know during the summer, this is when I do creepy stuff. Right. Like I go ghost hunting with my kids, we go track down creepy Bigfoot. places in Texas. <laughs> we look for Bigfoot, we go and like hit trees with sticks and make <laughs> the noises. <laughs> we do all of that. But uh you got information about another one. This I think we're gonna have to. Do this. Yeah, thing. this is actually from one of our listeners. Her name is Macy, and it's about Witch's Tabernacle. Have you ever heard of Witch's
3: Tabernacle? I had not heard
2: of this. I Me love it. Me
3: either. Yeah. So Witch's Tabernacle is actually a cemetery in the woods near Linden, Texas. And of course, it's rumored to have a witch buried in it. And this is a woman who she's sort of like that bad house on the block kind of person. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, she's, the scary lady. Yeah, she's elderly. She's scary, but she kept to herself. So people just automatically assume that she was a witch. She kept to herself. And like I said, one day a kid was found mutilated near her home. Ugh. So she gets Blame for it. And of course, at that point, they're like, we're hanging you. So they hang her from a tree on her own property. As they're dragging her out, she sends a threat. She says, if you kill me, I will burn down the town in four years. That's kind of random. I know. Why four years? I don't know. But the town burned down four years later. Really? Yes. (laughs) Macy actually investigated and looked into this to see if the history of it was true. And apparently, that's exactly what happened. Really? They killed her, and then four years later, the town burned down and you're about to burp in the no, middle of my story. <laughs> Do it. Just go ahead. Let it oh, go. Oh, I already did. Don't okay, worry. Good. It was in
2: SBD. I'm a
3: little disappointed I didn't hear it.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, kombucha. We have free kombucha here. That's what does it to me.
3: Um, Macy goes on to say she'd been forced to actually visit Witch's Tabernacle when she was in high school. So she says the actual scary story didn't happen to her. It happened to her cousin's ex-girlfriend when they were in high school. It was 2003 or 2004 and a group of their high school classmates went out to Witch's Tabernacle one night. Of course, they had a video camera. They're videoing everything, you know, just for fun, not really paying attention to anything. And then the following Monday at school, they bring the videotape with them and start showing everybody. Right. Sure enough, something's going on in the background. Their truck was in a pasture surrounded by woods. They're at the edge of the clearing. So you can see where the trees are. And there's this little clearing and there's a silhouette of a girl in the video. Right. And it looks like she's holding something, maybe a teddy bear, a doll, a hatchet. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Hopefully not the last one. I know. I'm praying that it was Is that hatchet. what Macy wrote? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can catch her as the video is moving across. And when you pause it, you can, you can see there is definitely a shape of a girl. So she's seen this? She's seen this video. She says they went back out to the woods to see if something similar was out there. Like I guess later on and they, they couldn't find anything. Uh, her cousin and his ex brought the video to her aunt's house and were like, y'all have to watch this creepy video from the witch's tabernacle. As soon as she saw it, everybody froze. The girl's literally just standing there. She kind of looks like she's watching. Watching them, she's like, I don't know. I wish I could describe it better, but whenever I think about it, I still get goosebumps. Oh my I'd god! I'd be interested to see if anyone else has stories about the Witch's tabernacle. Maybe you get a couple, especially since it's in Texas.
2: Okay, gmail.com. Yes. We need more witches' tabernacle yes, stories. Yes, we do. And that one's so much better than the YouTube video that you found.
3: <laughs> so naturally, I have to do some research whenever sure. people send us stuff. Yeah, and not necessarily to see if it's true or whatever. I just want to see whatever what other stories are out there. And yeah, I found the most redneck. <laughs> Dude. It's like good old boy. Playing out in this witch's tabernacle cemetery <laughs> talking about witches and hanging people. <laughs> and it's it's a combination of hilarious and a little scary. Man, <laughs>
1: one time I seen a specter. I
3: you saw see? a specter. <laughs> it's I, a witchy. she got to burn them. And it looks like they're hunting. Like yeah. one of them's got like the flashlight on his head. Oh yeah, the headlamp. hilarious. And of course at the end of the video which the video shows nothing. It says that they kept having um like electrical interferences oh my god of course they were we were having
1: technical difficulties yeah and
3: that stuff was getting blurry on their camera screen and stuff like that so we spent
1: all our money on the silver bullets (laughs) so we could not get a good audio setup.
2: when Rebecca sent me that video I thought that it might be like the actual so I'm pumped and I'm watching and it's literally just two good old boys like walking around in the woods but it's
3: the accents that I I couldn't I
2: couldn't get past it because that's the best part is their accents yeah (laughs) So this Witch's Tabernacle, though, I've been doing a little research and Uh it's so cool. It is. stories that you find. So I guess there was a big fire that came through at some point in time. Burned down the town. And this is one of those. It's an urban legend. Mm -hmm. No, not that one. There was another fire that came through later. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, there was another fire later on because this turned into a place where, like, you know, the kids would go for high school for Halloween, What just just, dare each other and everything. Every four years there's a fire or something. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. That'd be kind of freaky. So I guess uh, you can see her grave. Supposedly, her mm-hmm. grave is still out there in the little graveyard. It's like the Bear Creek graveyard uh-huh. or something. Don't. I, that might be wrong. Google it before you go out there. Don't go out there. We're going out there. <laughs> we gotta go there first. We gotta go there first. Yeah, <laughs> This is ours. Don't go. Um, but they <laughs> said the that after the fire, they went in and uh, like cemented in her, her grave. Yeah, because they were so freaked out about it. But
3: that does not keep a spirit away. Why would you think cement is gonna keep a spirit out? Why would you or say in? four
2: years? Why would it be like... Uh, in some random Tuesday in February I'm going to burn the whole city down I don't know maybe that was her lucky number <laughs> she four played, years I play the lotto a lot four 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 I, I don't like, know I've got some things to do after I'm dead and then I'm gonna come back and burn <laughs> you bitches to the ground
1: was the child that they found dead four years old maybe
2: Ooh, that's a good point. I don't know. It doesn't say there. I, we don't know. You know what? There is no actual like good evidence about any of this. So let's just say the kid was four the years was old. Four. And that's why she Done. chose four. four
3: mutilated. And that's where the story goes.
2: Yeah. So we're always complaining about not having enough stories because yep. we really don't have enough mm-hmm. ghost stories right now. But we actually did get some audio from Alicia. She sent us a voice memo. You,
4: Ziggy, can you play that one for us? When I married my first husband, he told me that he had a ghost that constantly followed him around and has followed him around his entire life it's a mischievous ghost it liked to hide keys move shoes that kind of thing so he always told me it was most likely his friend Derek who died when he was 12 they were best friends and grew up together and all that other stuff I experienced a few of the keys being moved and the shoes and, and not being able to find my wedding ring at one point but when my oldest son was born, we named him after his best friend. So my son's name is Jacob Derrick. When Jacob was, I'd say about two or three, he would play in his room or in the playroom by himself. And there was always either the monitor or it was around the corner. So you could hear him and he would talk to no one. He would just have random conversations. I figured he was talking to his toys. But one day I went in there and I said, Jake, who are you talking to? And he said, Derek. And I stopped for a second and went, okay. I went and found his dad and told him what was going on. And we decided, oh, let's just blow it off. He knows what his name is. Maybe he just made up a friend and named a toy that. So we just blew it off. But over time, between the ages of three and five, Jacob would have these conversations all the time. So we just figured he was talking to Derek. No big deal, right? So after their dad and I divorced and the kids grew up, I asked them actually very recently, do you still have the ghost that hovers around dad? And Jake's like, yeah, but it doesn't mess with me. It only messes with my little brother. (gasps) And so I asked Josh, his brother, what does that ghost do to him? And he says he likes to hide my game controller, my charger, but he never bothers Jake. I'm guessing it's because we named him after him. <laughs>
2: First of all, thank you, Allie, for sharing that. Yes. Allie is a radio person, which is why her voice memo sounded so great. Yeah, right. It's beautiful. It's it's <laughs> really beautiful. Again, the ghosts who hide things. That's just cruel. I know. I think it's awesome, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that story is awesome. And because normally whenever you ask kids later on, yeah. do you remember this? They're always like, no. And they have no recollection mm-hmm. of it whatsoever. So uh, next, we have got Mondo on the phone. Uh, Mondo, are you there? Hello. Hey, Mondo, how are you? What up? <laughs> You're so happy. Yay! He knows he's a radio yeah, guy. He's like, "What's up?" Yeah. I know the drill. No, I
1: don't want you guys y'all can y'all can break it down to me. I ain't, I ain't afraid of shit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Oh, he's not afraid of no ghosts. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it. I yeah. get it. Ghostbusters. That's, right? I don't believe that because I know you're you're a believer. because you have like a Facebook paranormal page. You're going on ghost yeah. hunts. Don't don't give me that crap. I know. Hey, you're
1: let a me believer. tell you something. I I actually had Jagger go on a, a ghost hunt with me, and I scared the atheist out of him. Are you serious? He, uh, oh yeah. There was a lady who contacted me and said that some stuff was going on, and she knew that I had I had done investigations and stuff. So man, we brought him. I brought an acclaimed witch. We brought her. We had a Ouija board. We had a medium. Unfortunately, the only thing I caught was a, a wisp that went into a curtain and, my, and it drained my battery. But that was it. I've had demonic houses like where they were, they were throwing stuff. It was beyond opening doors and hearing knocks and footsteps and even hearing voices. There was physical assault going on. Mm. And uh, the family had to move out because it had gotten so bad. So we got told about this school they've been seeing some stuff on their cameras and in this one particular room only and by the way I posted those videos on my page and I had people going oh yeah it's just spider webs and dust and I was like yeah if you guys can replicate that with spider webs and dust and actually show like little feet moving and stuff I, go for it because we can't explain what it was we saw but we could only see it on closed circuit and we had infrared we had you know I call them spookometers where you could uh, <laughs> That's what I call try them. to A hear voices term.
2: Ziggy can we go ahead and roll some of that audio. Okay, so here it is. We're showing some of the stuff in the room right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stellar camera well, work here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, wait a minute. The thing is, we were having to record it from their closed circuit because that was the only place look, it was look, showing look, up at. See, I know. You can so, see
2: this little thing kind of floating it, around. It almost looks like a like something made out of cotton balls or it looks That's like what a everybody says, kit. but
1: you know the thing is, if you look at it and I actually have more videos of it, I just didn't post them. It was moving up on the walls. It was moving all over the place. And what I try to do is debunk first. I'm like, okay, well, is there light from outside from cars that are driving by, but all the curtains were closed, all the shades were drawn. And the people that were in there, the one girl in particular that it kind of moves away and then comes back toward...
2: Oh, wow, it's like going right towards her! Look she, at that! It's on yeah, her.
1: Yeah, and she looks down, but you can't in the room. We couldn't see anything. It's
2: like on her but face. At the, oh my God! Look how so, clear it is right yeah, there. That it, is crazy. Yeah, so, okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna post that video because if you're listening right now, you're like, "What the heck? What's going on?" <laughs> we're gonna post the video on the Haunted AF Facebook page. It's really incredible. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. there's something floating around in there. And it's not floating. It's like gliding. Yeah, it's like real it's like smooth. <laughs> it's almost like a jellyfish or something kind of floating yeah. around the room.
1: I wish I had a better story to, to tell with it because we weren't really feeling it, you know. And Julia and Rebecca, have you ever felt oppression before? Like something's really heavy in here.
2: Yeah, where you feel, you just mm-hmm. feel something. Everybody's like, you know, something's wrong with that room. It's right. just that.
1: Right, and Rebecca. I'm assuming the same. for yeah. you You've kind of felt like this. Oh, it's we in her house. That.
2: Yeah, it is. I got one in my we house. Didn't feel that. Yeah. So there was. Oh, n- do you really? Yeah. <laughs> do you still do these paranormal investigation kind of things?
1: I do. It's my oldest brother and. Then there's another guy named Steve, and Steve every every now and then will actually do tours and stuff. But I'm not a big fan of that. I actually want people who have like there's something going on. Right. And There was a restaurant in Lancaster that was re- reportedly haunted, and they said we want you to come in and all the noises and stuff they were hearing, it was just air pressure because one of the back panes (laughs) of the window in the restaurant was broken and they had a crack in the front door and the air pressure was causing everything to move and shake. So, So, you know, not everything a lot of people feel is haunted, but I have seen personally a ghost when I was a kid and it's kind of what piqued my interest.
2: You have to tell your ghost story now.
1: So I was in sixth grade and there was a guy that I was friends with and he brought a Ouija board to school and I didn't know what a Ouija board was or anything. And he said, now, just so you know, I've played with this with my friends, meaning the Ouija board, and um, I experienced some weird stuff. And I was just like, whatever. So the next thing I know, and we're playing with it, and it's moving, and, man, I'm having a blast. I just think it's the funniest thing. Hey, have y'all played with the Ouija board before? No, we refuse. No, we're
2: not. We've heard enough Ouija Mm -hmm. board stories to know better. thank you.
1: Okay. But it clearly states in there that there can be some weird stuff that can happen. So we played, and I gooped around, and I was asking stupid questions, and then it just stopped. It moved the planchette over to no, and then it just stopped. And the guy that I was doing it with, his name was John, and he goes, I don't think you should have done that. And I was just like, oh, whatever. Well, then that night in my bedroom, I had an old black and white TV, and I heard something to my left. And when I looked, I saw a figure move behind it. And I mean, Mm. and I'm telling you guys, I'm as lucid as I am right now, and I saw something move behind it. Uh. It It was black. So I sat up on the edge of my bed. I, I started to get up and walk around, and my TV moved a hair and like Ooh, liked to follow me. So I stopped because it wasn't like uh, Exorcist head movement, you know, Linda Blake thing. But it moved enough that I was like, that shouldn't have done that. And so I, I was running to my parents' room, and I remember. I looked in the window in the kitchen, and I saw a man's face, but it was disembodied against the glass in the kitchen. And I know everyone is, can roll their eyes or everything, but I know for a fact that it with this Ouija board, and I've never since mm. picked one up, I have no desire, I just know that there was something going on.
2: Can people actually go to your Facebook page and have you come to their house to try to chase oh, yeah, out absolutely. evil spirits?
1: Yeah, I, I call it pint. I was trying to find a ghost with a beer in his hand, but it's paranormal investigations <laughs> in North Texas. If you have something going on in your house, give me a jingle. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll be more than happy to take care of it for you. Awesome,
2: Mondo. Thank you so much for sharing that story. And again, we're going to post all of that video on the Haunted AF Facebook page so everybody can go and watch it. All
1: right. Thanks, girls. It was lovely talking to y'all.
2: Bye, Mondo. Bye. So, uh, Rebecca, recently, you've been really good about uh, going on Reddit and finding these creepy stories on Reddit. Yeah. And so you found somebody that you reached out to recently. Yes,
3: and she wants to be anonymous. Hello? Hi, person of Reddit. This is Rebecca and Julie at Haunted AF. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Since you're anonymous, I'm just going to call you person of reddit right now we didn't
2: even know if you were a man or a woman what what should we call you you can just call me geronimo 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 is that okay that is not what i expected you to say okay (laughs) so we hear you've
3: got tons and tons and tons of ghost stories
0: I do, actually. So I've been able to see spirits since I was a little kid. One of my first memories is being four years old and my mom pulling me out of my bedroom because there was severe poltergeist activity in our living room. What? I mean, like, stuff being thrown around. I remember a book flying at us from the living room, and it was just me and her and my little brother that lived there. So it was obviously not us. And that's one of my earliest memories. So What a terrible first memory.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm, like, thinking Christmas trees. Yeah. So uh, did that continue? Do you remember? How long did you live in that house? I'm sorry. I have too many questions. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's okay. I don't remember much after that. I do know from talking to my mom that we moved out either the next day or within
2: the week. (gasps) Holy cow. Whoa. Your mom's not the entity woman, is it?
0: (sighs) No, um, no, but she had told me that there had been activity going on in that house for so long that when that finally happened, it was kind of a last straw for her. She said, OK,
2: we're out. Oh, my goodness. OK, I have been listening to a podcast that's called Ghosts in the Burbs. And one of the things they were talking about was poltergeist activity. Mm-hmm. And they were saying poltergeist activity actually stems from some sort of energy that's coming from like a teenager or a young person in mm-hmm. the house. And that it's actually them inadvertently making things happen. Like 11 on Stranger Things? Yeah, but not on purpose. It's just happening around them. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it, and I've kind
0: of been around the differences. Me, personally, I think that the activity that my mom was experiencing was actually demonic, just from what I've learned and some of the stuff that I've been through later in my life. But when you're around poltergeist activity, it doesn't feel the same. I know that that sounds weird, but when you come into a house that has poltergeist activity, you can kind of tell who it's coming from because the feeling around them is the way that it feels in the rest of the house. So when you say, that makes any
2: sense. Yeah. So when you say who it's coming from, like a person who's living there? Typically,
0: usually poltergeists aren't really dead people from what I've experienced. I think that, I mean, this is just me personally, but I think that with poltergeists, when people are growing up, you know, when you're becoming a teenager and your body is going through all these changes, you get so much angst build up. And sometimes, especially when you're going through like rough periods in your home at the same time, there's all of this energy in you and it doesn't really have anywhere else to go. Right. And so you kind of manifest your own mm-hmm. problems. So who do you think it was coming from? Like I said, I personally think that that activity was demonic. I was only four, so I can't tell you for sure. Right. I can tell you that only three people lived in the house, and that was me and my mom and my brother. But my mom was only 20 at the time.
2: How old was your brother?
0: He was a baby still. He was little, not even a year old, I don't think.
3: Obviously, your mom is like, I got to get you guys out of there. You yeah. guys can't grow yeah. up around
2: that. Yeah. So what? was it why did you feel that that was demonic because of something I went through later in my life I
0: ended up in kind of a state of demonic oppression not quite possession but getting to it and the activity that I experienced with that was so similar to what I remembered that I just I couldn't overlook the similarities. and when I had been in places with poltergeist it didn't feel the same as I remembered that feeling again I can only kind of guess but That's
2: just my personal thought. So
0: you have to tell us about the demonic
2: uh, oppression. How old were you when that happened?
0: I was 16 when that happened. A friend of mine from school had kind of turned me on to witchcraft. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll give it a try. And one of the spells that she had given me involved desecration of a holy item or image. And, you know, I was a dumb kid. I didn't realize how serious it was. So I did it. And after that, things started happening so bad. It was a good year before we were finally able to kind of put a stop to the things that were happening. But I mean, it was stuff like I would be dragged out of bed at night. I would hear voices talking to me. I would wake up in the middle of the night and see like demons standing over me. I mean, I thought for a while it was sleep paralysis, but it was every night. And sleep paralysis doesn't usually drag you out of the bed. (laughs) Right.
2: Right. Wait, when you said that they would be standing over you, what did they look like? Um. most part it was just
0: dark shadows and they looked more like a traditional description of shadow people than anything else that's really all they wanted to show me so did they ever harm you or me. anything i had bruises scratches i would be hit and i constantly had scratches at my legs on my chest um on my arms on my back you know when i had finally talked to other people about it they thought i was doing it to myself but the ones on my back i couldn't even reach that
2: area right so, so how did you finally get it to stop um <laughs> i had some help from
0: a pastor at my church and it was like at least a month of every night before I went to bed I had to pray. I fasted for a week and it took a lot of praying and Bible reading and anointed oil. I mean it was just kind of a team effort too because I had my mom and the rest of my family would pray with me. It definitely wasn't something I could have done on my own.
2: Wow, that's incredible.
3: I know. At any point was your mom like in disbelief of the situation of like this isn't happening?
0: Well, my mom is like me and she's been able to see spirits and was. Jones, so it didn't really take much convincing for her. And she kind of knew something was going on because these things showed up in the house. So before I told her, she knew something was happening. She just couldn't figure out why they were there.
3: Now, you said you've had some incidences later on after you've gotten rid of what you thought you got at 16. Do they feel the same? Like if you had like a, a recurring one, I guess is right. what I'm trying
0: to ask. I've only had one recurring one and that's actually one that I met earlier in my life. I met one when I was six years old, which was the first one I had ever come across and she has shown up several times throughout my life. Mm, Tell us about that. So... I was living with my grandparents at the time and uh, we lived kind of out in the boondocks. We didn't really have any neighbors. It's a big plot of land. We ran a farm. So I was out back playing on a swing set and this older woman comes up to me. And I mean, she looked very sweet. She had pure white hair, very short, very friendly looking. And she came to talk to me on the swing and she showed up for a few months and just talked to me. And I assumed that she was a friend of my grandparents mm-hmm. because how else would she get on the property? Right. A few months had passed and she came to me one day and she Asked me if she could live with me, and I said, "Well, I don't know about that. You know, I'd have to ask my mom because I'm six. You know, I can't just let right. Andrew live with us." And she said, "Oh no, no! If you say I can live with you, I can come. Your mom will never know."
2: Oh no! That's oh god.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> And I said, you know, I'm I'm going to have to say no. I, I just don't know you. I'm sorry. And in an instant, she changed what she had looked like when she first came to me was gone. And I don't even know how to accurately describe what I saw. It was still a woman in a sense, but kind of like a hag almost. I don't know. <laughs> like a witch? <laughs> She, uh, she turned into this short twisted troll looking thing and um, I ran home because I'm terrified and well, yeah. from then on I started seeing her all the time on the property but she stayed in this abandoned house on the property and that was her home. She was stuck there but it turns out that that was the house that we lived in when I was four that my mom moved us out of. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I stopped seeing her for a long time as I grew up but then once my cousins who also lived on the property with us started getting older, I remember my six-year-old cousin, she came to me and she said, there's a woman in that house asking if she can live with me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, it wasn't just me that was seeing her, but she only came after children. So,
3: Well, because that's probably the only way she was going to get a yes, is if she goes to
2: somebody younger.
0: And demonic entities, they need your permission to be there. Uh, so, we so, talked about that. Yeah. We
2: talked about that when people are talking to the ghosts in their home to never say that it's okay for the ghost to be there. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah, because because right? Because you don't, don't know. You never know. You. Right. Never Never know who you're saying yes to. Okay, I have to ask you a question just because I have. To, I f- would feel remiss if I didn't, and okay. just forgive me, but I have to because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately about mental illness. Mm-hmm. Were you ever worried about uh, schizophrenia or any sort of mental illness that might have been causing this? You know, I
0: was actually
2: because
0: I kind of had hoped that that was the answer, right? Because it's a little bit easier to live with knowing right. that something you know, kind of cosmic, is not out to
2: get me, right? Then um, you I, take some pills. I did look and... through
0: my family history. I did go to several doctors when I was a teenager and, you know, there's nothing in the family history. The doctor said that I was fine. So it looks like that's not the case for me.
3: Sorry, I had to ask. Oh, I mean, that's no problem. how did you feel after your six-year-old cousin is telling you that he's he or she is seeing the same thing that you saw?
0: Honestly, it terrified me because I remember that day so clearly. Like, <sighs> when she changed from what she first presented herself as, it kind of scarred me a little bit. I wasn't in any at it. So when my little cousin told me, you know, this woman is trying to come to my home, I kind of scared her a little bit. I didn't want to, but I needed to make sure that she didn't go around that house anymore. Sure. So I just told her that that was a bad woman and that if she asked to live with you, that it's not a good thing that she might hurt you. So you need to say no.
2: Yeah. Right. So is this property in your family? It is.
0: That house actually burned down a few years back. Well, and after thing. that, I started seeing the woman more around <gasps> where I'm living currently. No. Oh, How does that yeah. happen? Yeah, Well oh. yeah.
3: But it's like, it's almost like as if burning is not the answer. That's not going to be the answer, It's not. Right. Even though every time we have anything, I'm like, burn it to the ground. I'm like, clearly that doesn't burning work. Burning doesn't help. Because ah! she's still
2: there and she's still seeing you. If you go there well, now, do you still see her now?
0: Every now and again, it's kind of crazy. I do know that she's currently attached to an acquaintance of mine. Oh my gosh. Um, it's actually kind of sad to see it from the outside. Knowing, you know, the damage that she's going to cause to this woman's life.
2: That's, that's, that's an incredible story. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. My goodness. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I
3: know. I'm like, I, oh, I feel like we should go to, I don't know, therapy or know. church. <laughs> we need to go to church. I'm <laughs> to so go. Yeah.
2: Sage. I feel like we should sage. And... Let's just sage the room okay, just to I'm be safe. That. <laughs> okay, thank you, Geronimo. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye.
3: Bah. <laughs> like I don't even I don't even know, know. what to say uh, or do or I like know. can I just
2: explain why I asked the mental illness question because I feel yeah. a little guilty about that okay I've been listening to this podcast called Sword and Scale uh, wait okay I've listened to one episode and then five minutes of episode two and I had to turn it off because it's like <gasps> just traumatizing oh my gosh it's really good but it's it's really difficult to listen to yeah. but the first episode they have this guy and he's schizophrenic true story Mm-hmm. And he's talking about seeing this woman with the white hair. And she's coming to him and talking to him and telling him to do things. Well, and then he went and killed his whole family. Ugh. So that's like when I'm listening to Geronimo talk and she's telling us, I just, I just felt like I had to ask. Because
3: it sounds the same. It does. It really, really does. It sounds similar, I, I hope. And she didn't, I don't think she got, she didn't get upset no. when you asked her. So I think, I think you're okay. I, yeah. And you tried to ask it as nicely as possible without, you know, offending. And I think it's fine. Can we just go back? to like
2: Beverly and Mrs. Anderson yes. with like the ghost the watching. The hydrangeas. Yeah. Ghost watching people do it. Turning guess, on the lights when you get naked. Like and, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's, and the, blah, 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 blah. the watcher. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have um, ghost stories that are not going to freak the hell out of us. Actually, we don't care. The freaky uh, we'll ones too. all. Bring it all. Give yeah. them Give them the email address
3: Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com and I'm going to say it again. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com
2: because apparently you guys are not writing it down to send us your stories. The well is dry. Uh, remember to subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. And share it with your friends, please. Please share it with your friends. Oh, gosh. Especially over summer break. Yeah. Like, I know people are going to be traveling. This is a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. You can be road tripping and listening to Haunted AF yes. in the car and just scaring the crap out of yourself. to <laughs> say, maybe not so much at night. If you're driving at night, maybe dial it back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're like, I can't stop to get gas. I don't know what it is. Something's going to get me. Um, okay, and then next week is going to be our final... Our or next episode is going to yeah. be our final uh, podcast for just a little while. We're going to take a couple weeks off, right. and uh, so if you have any questions, any stories, anything you want to share with us, mm-hmm. make sure you get it in soon because uh, we will be taking some time off. But also, Rebecca and I both are going to be traveling. Yes, and uh, so I, I was thinking, like, I'm going to Italy. Mm-hmm. I'm so jealous. Thank you. I'm, I'm so, so excited. So jealous. Never done anything like this before. You're love it. I, but I'm going to try to collect some ghost stories or creepy stuff while Ooh, I'm there. Italian ghost stories yes! told by beautiful
3: Italian people. Over Yes, Gelato.
2: do it, do it, do it. And like haunted cathedrals and stuff like that. Ooh. So, and, and you're traveling to I am,
3: I'm going to Punta Cana, so I can ask some people around
2: there yes. and see if I can which find is, something. Yes, which is like anything creepy. Yeah. Send us the pictures. Go to the Haunted AF Facebook page, Twitter, share all your creepy crap with us <laughs> over the over the summer because yeah. we want to keep up with all of that. So, okay, coming up on the next Haunted AF podcast, you've got a ghost story. It's like a like a 1000-year-old ghost story out of Japan. Oh, yeah. So, so the
3: story, the story itself is not like the super scariest thing ever, but the story behind it. Oh, awesome crap! Yeah,
2: so we're (laughs) going to check that out. We also have the author of Haunted Plano. Her name is Mary Jacobs. So she's going to come on and tell us about some ghost stories out of Plano, and then we're going to finally give you some details about this haunted house in McKinney that we have been teasing. We've been doing so much homework on this thing. It's so frustrating. It is. We are full blown Scooby Doo (laughs) with this. So that's all coming up on the next Haunted AF.
3: All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like the way I said? Twitter? Twitter? Twitter?
2: <laughs> Thanks to our board op Ziggy Becker and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support.
3: And of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die
2: 1st coming back to haunt you, baby. Aw, I'll come <laughs> back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Ah!